재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bajaj loved it so much he went twice and we're talking about Gunsan, a city located on the edge of the central western coast in the north of Jolla province. Uh, its area is about 680 kilometers squared. It's about 80 kilometers uh, squared bigger than Seoul, but the population is only 280,000 people. And mm-hmm. uh, if you've been listening in the previous weeks, we talked about Buyo, Gyeongju and Andong, where we looked at the long history of Korea and the traditions that are well preserved. And... Uh, Gunsan is similar in that you can describe it as a back-to-the-past kind of a city, but the difference is that Gunsan tells a more tragic story than other cities. It's the the story of the Japanese colonial area. Sure, and uh, Gunsan was initially a fishing village situated on the banks of Kumgang, the Kum River, near where the water spills into the West Sea. And as it uh, sort of sits on the fertile western Honam Plain, a very high-quality rice has been harvested. But in the 19th century, Kunsan became a huge port city, uh, well, because of the pressure from the Japanese on the Korean to ship rice to Japan. So in, ni- in 1899, Kunsan port officially opened to uh, international trade. And according to the records of the Japanese government general of Korea in 1909, 90% of export and import were traded with Japan and eventually dominated by Japanese influence. Lots of buildings were constructed during this period and it still remains here in Kunsan. Uh, yes, and uh, after liberation, uh, Kunsan started to grow slowly and is now serving as an international trade seaport and a tourist city. Many people like to head down to see the Semangum Seawall. It's very popular with tourists. It's actually the world's largest or longest, rather, man-made dike at 33 kilometres. But uh, we're going to head away from the seawall and towards some more historical sites, starting with the Dongguksa Temple. Right. So this temple was built uh, in the early 20th century by a Japanese Buddhist monk called Uchida. And uh, many Japanese-style temples were built in Korea during the period of the colonial era, but... This in particular, the Dongguksa, is the last remaining Buddhist temple built in the Japanese style. And due to its rarity, it has become quite a populous tourist attraction. It's known to be quite simple. And if you've ever been or seen the pictures, um, you know, well, most Korean temples are quite colorful and decorated. But once you enter, the first thing you'll notice how plain it is. It's plain white paint uh, built with dark brown wood colors. And there's also the bell that was also made uh, following the Japanese style. And next to the bell is a comfort woman statue, which was built back in 2015 to honor the former sex slaves as well. Uh, yes, the temple is certainly worth a visit and so is the former Gunsan Customs House and the Hemangul Tunnel. Uh, the former Gunsan Customs House was built in 1908, uh, one year before the port opened and it was supposedly designed by a French uh, or German architect and the bricks were actually imported from Belgium. Uh, the roof Uh, is built in a Gothic style. The windows are Romanesque. It looks quite like a European building, but uh, historians say this is also part of the Japanese influence, which combined different European architectural styles when constructing these buildings. Uh, So along with the old Seoul Station and the former head office of the Bank of Korea, the former Gunsan Customs House is considered as one of the three Western classical buildings existing in Korea and is now used actually as a customs museum, showing the history of Japanese colonial exploitation. And just a few blocks away from that 
Customs House is the Hemangul Tunnel. Now, this is a passage that runs through the Wolmyongsan Mountain. It was actually dug out in 1926 to allow more direct access between downtown and the inner harbour. And its granite facade looks quite clean, but it's actually uh, the original. There's a series of bullet pockmarks left on the rocks by coalition airplane machine gun fire from the Korean War when North Korean forces used the tunnel as a command post. Wow, look at that. Plenty of history and plenty of culture as well. And mixed in both of those is the Gyeongamdong Area Railroad Village. And if you've been there, you know it's kind of like the highlight of the city. Uh, it's uh, right in the middle of Gunsan City, and it looks like a very common old neighborhood, uh, which is found anywhere around the world, until you notice there's actually a railroad running through the middle of the village. And I never realized that that is actually a real track. Yeah, not used anymore, but certainly it was back in the day. Sure, and, and you'll be surprised to how close the houses are, uh, were built next to the track, or the track was built next to the houses. So people uh, would have to watch out for, for their hot peppers that were uh, put out to dry when the train was coming, or even their dogs, because, you know, just at arm's length, you could touch the train and that the tr- railroad was actually built um, in 1944 by a paper company that used it to move loads of supplies and raw material. Uh, freight trains uh, made up uh, of five to ten centimeters traveled through the village uh, a couple of times uh, a day, and each time they would be careful because of how close it was. And eventually went out of service in 2008. But it's still a great way uh, to see how the people live there, and they do have the amazing the uniforms that you can rent and take pictures with too. Sure, you can walk down the track, you can go back in time, you can enjoy the history of Gunsan and learn a little more about what happened. It's the end of part three. We'll leave you with Beirut. Port of Call.